0: Hello listeners and welcome to a brand new video podcast. Well technically it's not a video it's just me tricking you guys. But what I'm going to be talking about is of course homoludens. What are homoludens? It means people homo who are people who place and it's nothing to do with the biological term homo sapiens which is human beings. But in this case homoludens means play in terms of play why do people play that's what the question is why do we play games so homoludence it's a massive philosophy homoludence was a term coined by Johann huizinger hopefully i didn't butcher the name is Johann huizinger he was a place historian a historian historian based in the post-world war ii era as well as he conducted research way early in his life in the 1920s and 30s into play but most of his extensive history he's a historian basically he collates work but he found evidence that homo ludens was a actual proprietary as well as a real thing, real phenomena, phenomena within humanity, while why we play. The idea is that humans are stimulated by its outward factors and senses in order to play. This is like how humans were stimulated into drawing. doing things. Likewise, it can be argued that drawing is a form of play. As in sketches, can be rewritten and resketch to a degree with in the impressions of the human internet. Humanity as a whole. Why did I say Homo sapiens? I did not say Homo sapiens. But humans play video games in order to seek a challenge or seek stimulation. This is external stimulating factors, and this is one factor which allowed video game designers and film writers, screenwriters like Hideo Kojima to base off his design of Ludens, which was homo Ludens. Ludens is a complicated term, but when dissected and looked at closely under a microscope, you can say you can see entirely that Homo ludens is in fact a real theory, and it can be attributed to the human condition as in why do we play why how do we play it's about how questions we been asked and found and it's found that why children play children are not constrained by play it's really interesting they're not constrained because there's no rules they set up they make the rules as they play along homologians when humans create rules throughout play in last year no, this year in March, there was a interesting exhibition at the core play by Johan Husing uh, exhibition. The play, the aspect of human play. It was by, I'm going to butcher her name, uh, uh, Len Ranji Sanji. Our, our Sanji, yes. So she did an interesting study and she found out that. She made a exhibition where there's multiple sculptures by artists, but groups of children up to ten were let into this massive ten square feet room, so they were not guided on what to play, so they were, some of them at the first two minutes they were looking into. The sculptures and the marine. but later on into the each hour it's two hours study, so in the first hour, most of them were just hanging around speaking to one and getting to know to each other the the children between the age of three to eight, and they were communicating with one another and they were thinking of something to not be bored because the room was pretty boring, but the architectures there they had sculptures which weren't boring, so what they did was most of the participants started breaking down the sculptures. Using the sculptures, they managed to find a way how to play. Uh, They destroyed part of the sculptures in order to make objects in order to play. So why do they play? The reason people play is a variety of stimuli. Stimuli is the plural of stimulus. Sorry, singular. Stimuli is the singular term for stimulus. And nuclei, uh, nuclei is like one, and nucleus is like a bunch, a group. uh, uh I'm not that really um, native English speaker, so I will butcher nuclei and nucleus. So, I'm really sorry, podcast listeners, but Homer Ludens is, at first glance, you think it was going to be really a scientific term, but in fact, it was coined by Johann Huizinger, who was an academic, but not really a scientist. So, you, you can say he's a dialectical materialist in a way, as, you know, I mean dialectical scientist dialectical scientist not materialist dialectical scientist i don't have a script so i'm doing it as i go along i'm sorry guys but this is how i can do with this podcast especially homoludent what he kojima did with homoludent was trying to uh, invert mechanism use stimulate players to play. Well, what's the difference between Genshin Impact and other Gata games like Fate, Dairy Light, as opposed to games that actually brings you a massive challenge in the sense you give you a different magic circle and you have to stimuli, have the stimulus to understand why, what you're doing, what's the concept, what's the situation. So back to the from this point of departure how this link to the experiment so in in the experiment as in the half second half experiment the students the children started using all the objects breaking all those objects down into smaller pieces and they're rebuilding it again and some of them weren't rebuilding it they were just kicking it and in the end of the Experiment which was done by I th- believe it was Royal College University in London and again alongside King's College and they found out that the s- children, they when they exited the exhibition they made a whole mess of the. It was f- uh, captured on footage everything uh, outside. So the children were making various different. Objects that was broken into pieces and it was juxtaposed the term juxtapose is putting together that is structurally unsung and illogical that can be put in t- to, could be sculptured together and put run like Lego. everything was broken up into Lego pieces, and eventually the whole thing becomes a humongous mess uh, but the aspect it proved that homaludens actually exists in humanity, and that um, homoludence is a not a superficial term, but it's an active term inside the game development, where stimuli, stimuli, like in open world games that keeps you you going. But what's different with game impact is that. In Genshin Impact, most of the new content that is stimulus is locked behind the lottery paywall Gata system. But the Gata fans will say, this is how games should be, like Gata, you can't change Gata games. Well, Gata games did not exist before the stimulus of humanity, and I still think Gata systems are predatory. You can't deny them because they are influenced by gambling machines from Tokyo pachinko machines to be exact and to extent what i'm saying is that even though genji impact does have a great world building it was crippled by its gutter system what you should have done technically is do homoludence in a full-blown where the exploration of the world was tight with the unlock of the shoe of the child's mentality being creative at breaking the rules what Genji Impact did however successfully did was making the open world as diverse as possible, giving players a lot of bunch of options to how to complete a quest, how to cheese their way through the quest, or how they actively make the quest into a challenge, especially the Archon quest, into a challenge so it's worthwhile the days. That's a interesting factor of the day. And thank you for listening and uh, please subscribe to my podcast. It's really helpful for you guys for the support. And I wanted to be as positive as I can and even Hideo Kojima made a terrible job with like um death stranding. The homoludance was totally broken and it wasn't fit for purpose. So thank you.